What's happening, everybody? On today's show, Lane Kiffin and the Ole Miss Rebels doing work in the transfer portal, and they may not be done yet. We'll tell you what big names they've already added and another that could be on the way. Also, we'll get you caught up on all the other transfer portal movement from the weekend across the SEC. We've got some player announcements returning for another season, some other guys going pro. Locked on SEC starts right now. You are locked on SEC, your daily podcast on the Southeastern Conference. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. And what's up, everybody? Welcome into Locked On SEC. It's great to have you guys along. Today's episode is brought to you by Prize Picks. Go to prizepicks.com slash locked on. Use our code locked on for a first deposit match up to $100. Daily fantasy sports made easy at Prize Picks. I'm Chris Gordy. Thanks for making Locked On SEC your first listen every day. We're free and available wherever you get your podcasts and on YouTube, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, covering your team every day. And shout out to our everydayers checking us out each and every day. We've got a lot to cover on today's show. Uh, but first, we have to have a serious conversation about what the Ole Miss Rebels are doing so far in their offseason. My goodness, Lane Kiffin is coming for blood in 2024. We got to hit on some of the big additions they made just the last couple of days. And we start on Friday. Ole Miss making a huge portal addition, landing a commitment from for, former Florida edge rusher Princely Uman Mielin. Incredible pass rusher chose Ole Miss over several other big-time programs. Spent four seasons in Gainesville. He's been a big-time contributor on their defensive line. He had 11 and a half tackles for a loss this past season to go with seven sacks. Was named a second-team All-SEC selection for his efforts. And, um, man, he could be in position for a big, big year at Ole Miss. And if he does well, you know, could be a high draft pick. Six foot five, 255 pounds. He's the uh, sixth, or was the sixth transfer for Ole Miss so far in this cycle. Uh, of course, some of the other big names they've added here in the last week. Former Oklahoma safety Key Lawrence. Former Arkansas linebacker Chris Pooh Paul. And uh, that's not where it ended. They kept going. Tamarian McDonald. After four seasons at Tennessee, he is heading to Ole Miss. He played that star position over in uh, Tennessee secondary. Started 10 games this year, ranked fifth on the team in tackles, tied for third in passes defensed. Last season, uh, last season started all 13 games at uh, the star spot prior to, uh, in 2022. It was a reserve in his first two seasons. And again, big time contributor on that Tennessee defense. And now he goes to join that Ole Miss secondary, Pete Golding. It's all how great Ole Miss has been doing recruiting-wise. Now they're adding some guys with experience. On Saturday, the Rebels add another vol. Pass rusher Tyler Barron, second vol to transfer at Ole Miss. He was one of the better edge rushers in the transfer portal. And now they add him. Um, also mentioned they brought in uh, Illinois DB uh, Tavian Nicholson a week ago as well. But uh, Tyler Barron finished up his best season in college football with the Vols at 28 tackles, 10 and a half tackles for a loss, six sacks. Has 27 tackles for a loss and 13 and a half sacks in his 46 games played 
in his career at Tennessee. Now he is heading to Oxford. On Saturday, Ole Miss makes a big addition on the recruiting side. They picked up a commitment from four-star quarterback Anthony Maddox. He's a Mississippi native, had been committed to Texas A&M before backing off that pledge a week ago, was also considering Mississippi State, but he commits to Ole Miss. He is the number 28 player in the country for this coming recruiting class, the number 13 player from the state of Mississippi, six foot one, 165 pounds. Ole Miss did lose a couple of decommits a few weeks back. Uh, they did lose four-star quarterback Trevor Jackson, uh, but they make up for it in adding Anthony Maddox to this mix. Now, AM, they lose Maddox. They do have Miles O'Neill, a three-star quarterback committed in uh, in this current group, but just another you know addition to the future roster of this Ole Miss uh, group in the last week. Now, Sunday... Perhaps the biggest addition of this group. Ole Miss gets South Carolina wide receiver Antoine Juice Wells. Widely regarded as the top wide receiver in this transfer portal. He was limited throughout this season with injury. But in 2022, of course, he had almost 1,000 yards receiving and three touchdowns. Became Spencer Rattler's go-to target in those big wins over Tennessee and Clemson. He averaged 13.5 yards per reception that year. This year, Juice Wells only played in three games, dealt with a foot injury, but uh, joins a big group that Ole Miss is already bringing back, right? I mean, when you look at um, all the pieces they've added in this transfer portal group, and then on top of it, guys that are coming back, which we'll touch on in just a second. But one other thing to keep an eye on here, for Lane Kiffin, Texas A&M defensive lineman Walter Nolan, former five-star, number one recruit, uh, according to the 24-7 Sports Composite back in 2022, on three sports projecting Walter Nolan's going to choose to transfer to Ole Miss. I mean, it just gets even more ridiculous, the proven guys they will uh, have in this group, but if Lane Kiffin adds Walter Nolan to this mix with Tyler Barron, with Princely Uman Mielin, I mean, it's it's ridiculous. Now, in addition to this, we know that the Rebels just found out a week ago their leading receiver, Trey Harris, is coming back for another year. Their third leading receiver, Jordan Watkins, is coming back for another year. Their fourth leading receiver, Caden Priestcorn, their tight end, he's coming back for another year. Quinshawn Judkins, their running back, has hinted that he's coming back. And quarterback Jackson Dart has hinted he is coming back. Still waiting on the official, official word about those guys, but both expect those guys back. Uh, Jared Ivey announced he's coming back. J.J. Pegues is coming back. Micah Pettis is returning. And consider Ole Miss's schedule next year. Their non-conference against Furman, Middle Tennessee, Wake Forest, and Georgia Southern. That's 4-0. And then a home game, home games against Kentucky. Oklahoma will be... You know, interesting. Georgia will be very difficult. But then road trips to South Carolina, LSU, Arkansas, and Florida. Ole Miss next year avoids Alabama. They avoid Texas. They avoid Texas A&M. I mean, that is a navigatable schedule for Ole Miss next year. And they bring in all these pieces. Look, we may be, you know, I was talking about Lane Kiffin and company maybe being able to repeat what they just did, 10-2. and two and get into the college football playoff. 
but could they potentially win, you know, be one of the top two seeds in the SEC? Keep in mind, no more SEC East or SEC West next year. But crazy to think, Blaine Kiffin. I mean, could, could Ole Miss go undefeated next year? Again, your, your two toughest games, Oklahoma and Georgia, you get at home. Uh, road trip at LSU, we'll see what that one looks like. But South Carolina, Arkansas, Florida, those all look like, you know, wins for Ole Miss on the road, at least right now. So, I don't know, man, scary to think, but Lane Kiffin cooking with uh, cooking with grease over there at Ole Miss right now with building that roster, and they're not done yet, so we'll keep track on what they are able to do. A couple other big announcements over the weekend. K.J. Jefferson making things official, entering the transfer portal on Saturday. The former Arkansas quarterback uh, following his fifth season with Arkansas, accounted for over 7,900 passing yards, 88 total touchdowns with his time with the Hogs. And now he is entering the portal. He put out a statement that said it's been a dream to be a captain and a QB1 at the University of Arkansas, accomplishing all these records and being mentioned among the greatest quarterbacks in Razorback history is an honor. That being said, after much prayer and thought, I'll be entering the transfer portal. Arkansas did already bring in Boise State quarterback Taylor Green last week. There's been some rumblings. Maybe South Carolina could be in play for... K.J. Jefferson, of course, his running mate, Rocket Sanders, already transferred over to South Carolina, so we'll keep an eye on that one. And then former Mississippi State quarterback Will Rogers officially committed to Washington. He took an official visit there earlier this week, and he will take over for Michael Penix Jr., who is uh, leading Washington to the playoff here. Uh, Rogers coming off a great four-year run at Mississippi State. 1,200 passing yards in his career, second most all-time in SEC history, 94 touchdown passes. Obviously, production went down this year after the passing of Mike Leach and no longer running the air raid, but uh, Mississippi State, they've already added a former Baylor quarterback, Blake Shapin, in the portal. So, wish Will Rogers the best of luck. We've had him on the show a handful of times over the years. Great dude, and uh, best of luck out there at Washington as they will be in the Big Ten next year. Somebody reminded me of that. I was about to say, uh, Will Rogers going out to the Pac-12, but of course that won't be a thing anymore. They are about to be a Big Ten team. All right, thank you guys for making Locked on SEC your first listen every day. Uh, coming up next, more transfer portal news. <laughs> it's so much happening. We're going to go uh, take you around the conference. That's coming your way here in just a sec. This episode presented to you by our friends over at eBay Motors. Look, passion, drive, and patience. It's what brings home the winning trophy. It's also what keeps your ride or die, your car, your truck alive. eBay Motors, they have everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance from superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, whatever it is you need for your vehicle, whether you're in a speed, power, or style, eBay Motors, They've got you covered. they got over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die. You're always going to find exactly what you're looking for. And with that eBay guaranteed fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. With eBay Motors, you are burning rubber, not cash, and they got all the parts you need at the prices you want. It is going to be easy for you to turn your car into the MVP and bring home that victory. Keep your ride or die alive over at ebaymotors.com. That's ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. eBay guaranteed fit. Only available to U.S. customers. Check them out. ebaymotors.com.
going along here. Locked on SEC. Thank you guys for making us your first listen every day. Shout out to our everydayers. Keep coming back tomorrow on the show. We'll have more transfer portal news. And I mean, my goodness, we'll be getting you ready for signing day. Already upon us. See if uh, all these SEC schools can hang on to their big time commits. Will we have any big flips? There's some rumblings out there. We'll keep you up to date on it all tomorrow. Right here on Locked On SEC. All right, let's uh, let's go traditional. Let's just go around the conference. We've got plenty to discuss. Boots out to the right. Makes the handoff. What a catch! Around the conference. All right, we'll start over at South Carolina. They are reportedly in position to land former Vanderbilt quarterback AJ Swan, according to On Three Sports. Uh, they are projecting AJ Swan will commit to the Gamecocks. He had also visited and been considering LSU. Swan would be a big pickup for the Gamecocks. Of course, they're going to lose Spencer Rattler to the NFL draft. And, you know, we talked about maybe K.J. Jefferson, window open for him to go over to South Carolina. But uh, if that's not going to happen, A.J. Swan certainly could go there and compete. Uh, If he went to LSU, he'd be backing up Garrett Nussmeyer. But, of course, in that spot, you're one injury away from seeing the field there. So uh, I'll see where he ends up. Completed 56% of his passes for 2,700 yards, 22 touchdowns in his time at Vanderbilt. So uh, we'll see if he ends up at South Carolina. Meanwhile, defensive back from Texas Tech, Gerald Kilgore, he is headed to South Carolina. Uh, He will have three years of eligibility remaining. Six foot two, 200 pounds. Was at Tennessee Tech the last two years, redshirted in 22. This past year, he played 11 games, 37 tackles, and broke up five passes. Uh, the Gamecocks have been very busy in the transfer portal. They added Arkansas running back Rocket Sanders, uh, North Texas running back Oscar Attaway, uh, wide receiver Jaden McGowan from Vanderbilt, Jared Brown, wide receiver from Coastal Carolina, and on the D-line, Kyle Kennard from Georgia Tech and DeAndre Jules from Pittsburgh. Uh, they also added a commitment from former Ball State tight end Brady Hunt. He did not play last season after suffering a foot injury, but had an impressive freshman year where he caught 46 passes for 496 yards and five touchdowns. He's 6'6", 245 pounds, former freshman All-American, and uh, was a preseason first-team All-MAC player. Uh, Carolina also added former South Carolina State running back Jawan Howell. He rushed for over 800 yards and seven touchdowns in his freshman year at South Carolina State. So, um, again, going to be a lot of new faces over there in uh, Columbia, South Carolina next season. Also, one to keep an eye on Malik Murphy, the backup quarterback for the Texas Longhorns. He uh, entered the transfer portal last week and set to visit South Carolina along with Duke and Oregon State. So, just another name to keep an eye on there for the quarterback spot for South Carolina. All right, in other news. We head out to Florida. Billy Napier, they picked up their first transfer of the offseason on Sunday, picking up San Diego State offensive tackle Brandon Crenshaw-Dixon. Just visited Gainesville this past week. Been in college since 2019 with San Diego State. Started all 13 games at San Diego State in 2022. Made 10 starts last year, but appeared in all 12 games. They are also bringing in several incoming O-linemen in this uh, upcoming high school class. Pledges from three incoming offensive linemen, including four-star tackle Fletcher Westfall. But uh, we'll see. Looks like Brandon 
Crenshaw Dixon should step in and possibly start right there on the Florida O-line. Uh, on Sunday evening, Florida added another transfer in Penn, D-lineman Joey Slackman. He was rated as the number two defensive lineman in the on-three transfer rankings, had four sacks in each of his past two seasons at Penn. Uh, Florida also showing some interest in an O-lineman in the portal that was once a Florida Gator, Michael Tarquin entered his name in the portal. He spent last season at USC, but was a member of the Gators team from 2019 through 2022. Started the first seven games at USC last year before they made a midseason change in the lineup. He returned to the starting lineup for their finale uh, against UCLA, but see if Florida can get him back into the fold. Uh, a few other Florida notes. Kamari Wilson, former top 50 DB recruit, will get a fresh start at Arizona State after two seasons at Florida. Uh, played only three games this year, will apply a red shirt. He'll have three seasons of eligibility remaining at Arizona State. And uh, Florida's recruiting class could take a big hit as uh, big-time recruit Xavier Filsimi received a crystal ball projection to sign with Texas. Steve Wolfong projecting that. He's the number two safety and the number 31 overall prospect in the class of 2024. That would be a big hit to Florida's recruiting class, losing a five-star here just days out. Other portal news over at Alabama. Offensive lineman Elijah Pritchett entered the transfer portal over the weekend after two seasons with the Crimson Tide. But on Saturday, he came back and told on three sports he is not transferring anymore. He will have three seasons of eligibility remaining after redshirting back in 2022. Played well. Uh, appeared in all 13 games for the Tide this past year. He's a former five-star prospect, 6'6", 235 pounds, and, uh, and Nick Saban must have got to him. Hey, hey, you're not transferring. What are you doing? Get back in here. We'll get you an NIL deal. Uh, so Elijah Pritchett not going anywhere, staying with the Tide. Uh, former Alabama wide receiver Ja'Cory Brooks, he announced he is transferring to Louisville. Uh, Brooks was a five-star recruit in the 2021 class. Was very productive last few years for Bama, but uh, had some issues, and so kind of moving on from him. Ja'Cory Brooks heading to Louisville. Over at Arkansas, they picked up a commitment over the weekend from San Jose State offensive lineman Fernando Carmona. He's six foot five, 315 pounds. He'll have two seasons of eligibility remaining. Started 24 games and 24 of the 25 games he appeared in across his three-season stint at San Jose State. He's the fifth incoming Razorback in the portal, joining Michigan State O-lineman Keyshawn Blackstock, Boise quarterback uh, Taylor Green, Eastern Michigan tight end Andrew Paskey, uh, and then also former Tennessee defensive back Danico Slaughter announcing on Friday he's transferring to Arkansas. Spent the last four seasons in Knoxville. Been a key player on Tennessee's defense the last couple of years. 30-plus 30, 30, uh, tackles in each of his past two seasons. Joiner uh, Arkansas secondary that could use the help. They finished 11th in the SEC in passer rating efficiency defense. Uh, Arkansas also getting some help in the kicking game, picking up a commitment from Hawaii transfer Matthew Shipley. They're losing Cam Little to the NFL draft, so Matthew Shipley going to come in. He converted 96% of his extra points and went 14 of 18 on field goal attempts last year. Uh, also, Arkansas transfer alignment Joey Sua announced he is transferring to Arizona State. So best of luck to him. Over at LSU, they picked up a couple of commitments the last couple days. Mississippi State cornerback DeCamrian Richardson 
uh, reportedly visiting LSU on Saturday, and uh, we'll see if he ends up picking the LSU Tigers. But one of his former Mississippi State teammates did pick the Tigers. Wide receiver Xavier Thomas announced over the weekend he has committed to transfer to LSU, made 40 catches for over 500 yards and a touchdown last season. That was the second commitment for LSU in the past few days. They picked up former Texas A&M safety Jarden Gilbert. Uh, but Xavier Thomas is a native of New Orleans, expected to fill the shoes of, you know, they'll lose Malik Neighbors and Brian Thomas Jr. to the draft. So Xavier Thomas steps right in, could be a big-time target there for Garrett Nussmeyer next year at LSU. Uh, a couple of uh, other LSU guys moving on. Their uh, defensive end, Quincy Wiggins, announced he is heading to Colorado in the transfer portal. And also LSU defensive back Sage Ryan entered the transfer portal on Friday. He was a former top 40 recruit, five-star kid that just didn't never really panned out as a uh, stud player there in LSU's secondary. Over at Missouri, they are set to lose uh, backup quarterback Jabari Johnson. He's going to enter the portal, uh, was the number 25 quarterback in the 2023 class. Over at Tennessee, they made a huge addition in the portal on Friday night, picking up a commitment from former Notre Dame tight end Holden Stays. He was Notre Dame's backup tight end behind Mitchell Evans this past year. His best game came against NC State when he had uh, 115 yards and two touchdowns in the win over the Wolfpack. He was Tennessee's first pickup in the portal. They also picked up yesterday defensive back from Middle Tennessee State, Jacoby Thomas. He had initially committed to Oregon State, but flipped to uh, Tennessee. He'll be heading to Knoxville. Middle Tennessee State, he had 108 tackles over the past two seasons. So, adding to that uh, defensive backfield for Tennessee, Jacoby Thomas coming in. Also, Tennessee, Cooper Mays, Tennessee offensive lineman, announced he is coming back for another year. He put on social media, back to finish what I started. So, that's a big-time get. Uh, Starting tackles, John Campbell and Gerald Mincy already announced they're coming back next season. So, an experienced O-line there for the big five-star quarterback, Nico Yamaliava. He projects to be the guy next year at Tennessee. Also, uh, two other guys leaving Tennessee. Kamal Haddon officially announced he's heading to the NFL draft. And then stud running back Jalen Wright declared for the NFL draft. He was fifth in the SEC in rushing yards this season, going over 1,000 yards on the ground. Over Georgia, they're losing one of their top-ranked 2022 recruits in cornerback A.J. Harris. He is already in the portal after just one season in Athens. Was a five-star prospect, according to several different outlets, so we'll see where he ends up. Uh, C.J. Madden was a four-star prospect and edge recruit coming out of high school. Spent two seasons at Georgia, but now he is in the transfer portal and uh, revealed on Saturday he's heading to Purdue. Some good news, though, for Georgia as linebacker Small Munden announced he is coming back for the 2024 season. Earned second-team All-SEC honors this past year. Uh, big news there for Georgia's defense as they lost uh, Jamin Dumas-Johnson to the transfer portal. But Mondin originally signed with Georgia as a five-star recruit and a big-time returnee there for them. Over at Auburn, they suffered a major loss of the portal on Friday, losing wide receiver Javarius Johnson. He's entering the portal. Been a consistent contributor there for Auburn in the last few years. This past year, cart 19 balls for 347 yards and three touchdowns. Appeared in 35 games for Auburn throughout his career. Uh, Auburn also reportedly will lose backup quarterback Robbie Ashford entering the transfer portal. 
Uh, Nehemiah Pritchett is going pro, so the DB, very uh, very nice career there at Auburn. He's going pro. But some good news for Auburn, Eugene Asante coming back for another year. Played in 12 games this past season, 52 solo tackles, 84 tackles overall. He put out on social media, we're not done yet. Time to handle un unfinished business. I will be returning to Auburn uh, for my final season, Auburn family, let's work. So Asante, obviously a nice season there for Auburn and uh, breakout season for him. Started his career in North Carolina and big time get there for Hugh Freeze coming back for another year. All right, still more to come here on Locked On SEC, part of the Locked On Podcast Network covering your team every day. I want to remind you guys, it is almost upon us, but tickets are on sale now for the 2023 Tax Act Texas Bowl. It's Houston's biggest annual college football event coming to NRG Stadium Wednesday, December 27th, just over a week, week away. It's the Texas A&M Aggies taking on the Oklahoma State Cowboys. So if you're a Texas A&M fan, make the short drive from College Station down to Houston. Go get in on all the passion, the pageantry, and the fun of the Tax Act Texas Bowl. They've also got some awesome events going on all week like the uh, Carbach kickoff concert with Roger Crager performing. They'll also have Braxton Keith. Tons of different things going on. So if you live in the Houston area and you're just an SEC fan, you want to go get in on one of the big-time bowl games. Or, again, if you're a big-time Aggie fan, you want to go watch uh, a rematch of an old Big 12 rivalry, uh, Texas A&M versus Oklahoma State. It's the Big 12 versus the SEC. It's the best of bowl season under the bright lights at NRG Stadium. You do not want to miss it. Again, TaxActTexasBowl.com for the best seats, suites, and bowl week events. Check out TaxActTexasBowl.com right now. All right, roll along here, Locked On SEC. Thank you guys for making us your first listen every day. We got a few more transfer portal notes we got to jump into here. We still got plenty to discuss, so let's dive right back into it. There was a lot happening over the weekend. Let's head out to Texas A&M as they picked up their second transfer portal wide receiver Sunday afternoon. Louisiana Tech wide receiver Cyrus Allen. He is going to be an Aggie. Two seasons of eligibility remaining. Uh, past few seasons had over 1,200 receiving yards and eight touchdowns in his time there at Louisiana Tech. He uh, will also be joined by former Old Dominion wideout Javon Harvey. So those are the uh, two new additions to the wide receiver room there at Texas A&M. Over Mississippi State, tons of stuff happening. McKylan Pounders heading to Mississippi State after three seasons at Memphis. He uh, settled into his role this past year as a starting left tackle. Now he'll join the O-line over there at Mississippi State. Also, Trey Wright, former Memphis defensive back, he is heading to Mississippi State. Redshirt last year did not see the field for the Tigers, but uh, the team also added former UTEP wide receiver Kelly Akarai. That's how you say it. But uh, again, handful of names there. And then uh, also former Vanderbilt tight end Justin Ball. Announcing he is transferring to Mississippi State. Put on social media, rolled the dice, time to cash out. Tight end spent four seasons in Nashville with the Commodores. He'll have one season of eligibility remaining. Mississippi State also picked up uh, former Purdue defensive tackle Suleiman uh, Paca. Spent four seasons there at Purdue. We'll have two seasons of eligibility remaining if he wants to use that COVID year. But... Uh, Last two seasons, appeared in 19 games, made 28 tackles, two and a half sacks there at Purdue. He uh, 
put on social media, had an absolutely great visit to Mississippi State. And um, looking forward to seeing him. And, again, going to be a lot of new faces in some of these schools. Mississippi State going to have a lot of new names on that roster next season. Over at Kentucky, they could be uh, nearing a hire for their new wide receiver coach. They are targeting, according to Football Scoop, Houston wide receiver coach Daykel uh, Shorts. Met with the Wildcats coaching staff and Mark Stoops and Liam Cohen. He's been in Houston since 2019. Started as a director of player personnel. Was named interim wide receivers coach before becoming the permanent wide receivers coach in 2022. Uh, he will replace Scott Woodward, who was fired after three seasons in November as wide receivers coach at Kentucky. Uh, Kentucky also got some good news from the portal. Jordan Dingle, their tight end who just entered the transfer portal a little over a week ago. He announced he is pulling out of the portal. Put on social media, said, After a lot of prayer and talks to my family and the coaching staff, I know the best place for me is to continue developing my game right here at Kentucky. To my brothers, let's work, and I'm excited about the future of Kentucky football. Uh, also, KSR reporting that Kentucky or Georgia stud linebacker Jamin Dumas-Johnson visited Kentucky over the weekend. Kentucky with some big needs at linebacker, uh, off-ball linebacker with Trevin Wallace announcing he is going pro. Uh, Johnson also reportedly visited Auburn over the weekend, so we'll see where he ends up. One other Kentucky note, Destin Wade and Keaton Wade both announced they are transferring to Colorado. They were former four-star recruits that committed to Kentucky back in 2022. All right, over at Georgia, Carson Beck took part in a charity event on Sunday and was asked about his future plans, said he is still not certain yet. He said uh, this or uh, his decision to play in the Orange Bowl, I should say, said the decision is the hardest decision of his entire life. Uh, journey, Atlanta Journal-Constitution, Mike Griffith, reporting that Carson Beck is asking for $4 million for an NIL deal to come back as the Georgia quarterback. Meanwhile, Bulldog legend Buck Ballou, who does sports radio in Atlanta, has encouraged Beck to return to Georgia next year so that he can put more game on video for NFL scouts and said that this NFL draft class is loaded with talented quarterbacks. So, again, Carson Beck, it would just make sense to come back for another year. He had a nice year at Georgia, but I don't know if it was like eye-popping, oh, my God, let me go jump to the NFL draft. But $4 million also seems like a lot of money for, you know, pretty good quarterback, but some other talented quarterbacks out there in the transfer portal, I don't know. It just seems like, um, I don't know, see what Georgia ends up doing there. Uh, Georgia is also reportedly playing the higher – USC DB's coach Dante Williams to serve in the same position with the Bulldogs. Spent four seasons at USC, regarded as a big-time recruiter, so that could be a good addition there for Georgia. A few notes over at Auburn, Hugh Freeze, talking about some of the players who will not be playing in the Music City Bowl. He announced corners DJ James and Nehemiah Pritchett will not be playing. Uh, Jalen Simpson wants to play, but been dealing with that nagging hamstring injury. Uh, Marcus Harris is not expected to play in the bowl game either on that D-line. On the offensive side of the ball, no mention of Rivaldo Fairweather or Dylan Wade. They're also, of course, losing Javarius Johnson and Robbie Ashford to the portal, so those guys are not expected to play. Uh, Hugh Freeze also said over the weekend, he said, I don't think we've handled the transfer portal very well this offseason, truthfully. We want to build this program through high school for the most part. Having said that, I don't know if you ever can isolate yourself saying that uh, what's going to happen because you don't know how many you're going to lose at this time, if that makes sense. Uh, Freeze also drew some criticism over the weekend when asked about looking for a quarterback in the portal. He said, 
We got one of the top rec- returning quarterbacks in Power 5 with wins. I believe if we get the right pieces around him, we'll be fine next year. I thought he showed once he settled in what he could do. Uh, that reference, of course, to quarterback Peyton Thorne, who ranked 11th in the SEC in passing yards last season and 11th in passing touchdowns. He was also the fifth most sacked quarterback in the SEC. So take that for what you will, but I don't know if I'm putting my faith in Peyton Thorne. And lastly, over at uh, Vanderbilt, Clark Lee making some changes. He uh, was reportedly found his new offensive coordinator. Uh, Joey Lynch was fired at the conclusion of the season after their offense ranked number 114 in the country. On Saturday, it was reported Clark Lee is hiring Tim Beck from New Mexico State to be his new OC. Beck had been the OC and quarterbacks coach at New Mexico State since 2022. And uh, very productive there. Helped Aggie quarterback Diego Pavia have an incredible season. So we'll see what he does there at Vandy. One other note on Vanderbilt, their former linebacker Ethan Barr is expected to transfer to Washington. He was a four-year starter, two-time team captain at Vanderbilt, has 219 career tackles. So a loss there for Vanderbilt. There you have it. You're all caught up on all the latest news going on around the conference. Thank you guys for making Locked on SEC your first listen every day. Shout out to our everydayers. Come on back tomorrow. We'll have some latest news on the recruiting world and much, much more. Uh, for your second listen, go check out Locked On. It's launched the first ever national sports 24-7 sport, uh, streaming channel on YouTube. Here for you 24-7, covering the top sports stories of the day with local experts and, and uh, folks from our national shows covering every league. So go check out the Locked On Sports Today page on YouTube. I'm Chris Gordy. This has been Locked On SEC. We will talk to you guys tomorrow.